Hi, everyone. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to take a moment to address the Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. This decision stripped away the right to have a safe and legal abortion. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical abortions shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortions.com. That's the number four. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, Choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. I encourage you to speak up. Take care and spread the word. That's Arthi. That's Noor. And you're listening to our bonus episode. You guys, I'm so excited. I've been doing this series with my brother, Raheel, where I've been making him watch uh, various Real Housewives episodes. And this week, I have my podcast brother on tom hamlet with Raheel. so hi. i'm super excited hi tom hi Raheel. hi guys What's hey up? i'm i'm only here because i heard there was a question about dick magnets in the past <laughs> no not dick magnets franchise. dick pearls <laughs> <laughs> no i was saying i was saying that if the, the idea of uh, no we were talking about oh god we were talking about a dick piercing Yes. And then the strength of that fast. Did you see F9? I have watched all of the Fast and the Furious movies multiple times. Great. So, Wait, all of them? Out. Even the newest one? Uh, the newest one, I've only watched it once. I will be revisiting that. Oh my God. I didn't. I had no idea you were a FF guy. An F head, as they say. So, <laughs> what happened is I watched like the first five, right? And oh then God. I watched, I mean, I watched like the first seven, right? In like oh movie God. theaters and stuff like that. Right. And at this point, I'm too invested. I can't back away. I've You're right. The story so is fun. so en- entrancing between yeah, exactly. each one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just have to find out what happens to the family. Yeah. Salute <laughs> me familia. Me familia. Um, wait. So you've only seen F9? No, I've seen sporadic ones. I've seen, well, I've seen one, obviously, when it yeah. came out. And then. Um, I saw Tokyo Drift. Oh, okay. And then I prob- and then in preparation for nine, I watched seven and eight. So there's a <laughs> there's a middle area that I don't know. But could I can't tell you what happened in seven or eight. Actually, well, yeah. sorry, I watched nine and then I went back and watched seven because <laughs> I because I was in the I was in the movie theater like, oh shit. <laughs> I should have watched something before this. So you did so you did know about like the Han backstory. <laughs> So yes, but that was a shock when he was brought back from the dead. It, Spoiler it alert for all, all, all the non. I'm great enough to watch any of it. You ruined it for me. No, there's well, also the thing about the the F series, <laughs> the FF series that I don't understand. Well, first of all, why is F nine not called FF nine? But that's a whole other thing. But so around around Fast Five, they oh, right. started they started uh, like putting the like the number. Into the title. Yeah. Right? So there was The Fast and the Furious. (laughs) Yes. And then there was Fast and the Furious 2. And there was Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. And then the fourth one, they just called it Fast and Furious. Yes, which is confusing. Yeah. (laughs) The fifth one was Fast Fast 5, I believe. Yes, Yes. that's right. And then the sixth one was Furious 6 or Fast 6. I (laughs) Doesn't one have like a sub name, like a... Die so another day or something like that. <laughs> no, no, <yeah. laughs> so the eighth one, they 
put the eight in the middle of the title, so it's called Fate. Fate of the, of the Furious. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Fast Eight Furious. <laughs> I think it's Fate of the Furious. No, it is. It's Fate of the Furious. You're right. Um, you know, well, the, the overall issue I have with the, the series is that Paul Walker is not dead. Yeah. Which is so weird. Wait. That they're like what? still. Yeah, so he's, they're, still in, he's still alive in the in the in the in the FNF universe. They act like he just like is on vacay. It upsets me a lot. It's what? really weird why they wouldn't kill him. Like, like it would make like it's sad, but it would make more sense if he died. Like for exactly. the story. Oh my god! I don't know why they did that. And it's so, so weird. They're like literally going to space now and talking about how their friend Paul <laughs> is just like hanging out at the cookout. Space. <laughs> They go to space. They go to space in a pinto. <laughs> they go to space in a pinto. That actually happens. And Lil Bow Wow, Lil Bow wow rigs rockets on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think we're about to enter into a new series where every week I watch a Fast and Furious movie. Here's the thing. <laughs> we can talk about it. Did I, did I, was I more engrossed by Power of the Dog or F9? I might go with F9. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. So Fast Five is actually a perfect movie. It's like a great heist action movie. Mm-hmm. And that was probably the peak of the franchise. And then Fast Six was still pretty good. Fast Seven is when they started to lose their minds, right? And the movie's pretty shitty. <laughs> That's but when the, the Rock came in, right? That, no, The Rock came in in Fast Five. Oh, got it. But the good thing about Fast Seven is the last five minutes of Fast Seven are probably like the one like one of the best five minutes of any movie that I've seen. I don't usually cry a lot during movies. Oh my god! I I I was whimpering. Oh my god! Because that's <laughs> that's when they say goodbye to that's when they say goodbye to Brian to to Paul Walker. Right. Oh, he's yeah. just on vacation. <laughs> yeah, he's just on vacation. But um, in the movie theater, right? It was the first time that they played that um, "See You Again" song. Because they commissioned yes, it for the, the Charlie Puth right? song, yeah, it came that yes, yeah, and like you know, going in, you know that he's you know that he's dead, obviously in real life. So they had like CGI Paul Walker and oh different scenes God. and stuff like that. And then they show Vin Diesel and like the British ladies, like you're not going to say goodbye, Helen Mirren, and then, yeah, and then that ogre. Is Wait, like, Helen Mirren is in these movies? No, yeah. no, no. There's there's a uh, there's another. She British. is in them, yeah. She, she plays. She plays Jason Statham's mom. Oh <laughs> my god! The Brits. So <laughs> <laughs> also, Car- Cardi B was in the last one. Yeah, so they have. They usually have like a, a pop star in one of them, like or, or show up in some way. Because I think is Rita Ora. That's a lady, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lady. She was in one of them. Mm-hmm. And then there's like all these like rap people. Poor Ja Rule. Well, Ja Rule was in the first one. Yeah. And then right. he was like, I'm not coming back for the second one. And then it became like the biggest movie franchise. Right. Oh, well, no. L- Luda is so good in them. And I oh, I love Ludacris. Oh my God. You know I have no idea all these people are in this movie. Luda's, Luda's been in all of is, them, hasn't he? Or no, not the first one. He's been in them. He was in the second one. And then he's been in uh, five on. He wasn't well, in, the, in, the, in oh, the first oh, one okay. or the third one or the fourth one. Okay. Well, going back to well, the original concern. Was that yes. could the magnets from FF nine or F nine? Yes. yes. Pull pull piercings off of people's bodies. Yes. 100%. If they can pull, if they can pull a car through a building, <laughs> yeah. there are people's ears that are being ripped out across the world. It, it, it's all like it's we must be living in a world where piercings don't exist. Like that is like what that's I. I can't stop thinking about it. It's like a huge plot problem in the movie because I'm like, there's no way that these like these like gritty tattoo. Um, it's not the pinto in space. Don't have the pinto in space. Honestly, works like you kind of get it how they did it. There's this like uh, like there's this Asian dude and he's like, oh, don't worry about it. We coated the car in special paint. And you're like, all right, okay. Yeah, so you buy it. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> also, Charlize Theron's in them and she's. Yeah. She literally in this movie, I'm convinced she didn't leave. Like a, she just sat in a soundstage for a day. Green screen. It was a one, it was a one day shoot for her. Cause yep. every scene she's never outside. She's always in like essentially a spaceship. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. Know. So I was worried about Well, I wasn't thinking specifically about Dick Piercings in the moment. Right. But I was also was like, how strong are these magnets? Right. And then you forget about it when, you know, like two seconds later you find out that, 
Vin Diesel's brother is John Cena somehow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly bought the John Cena relation somehow. All right. Oh my goodness. I'm really intrigued and confused. Now, do you real, do you watch it like um uh, ironically? Like are you laughing? Besides uh, the one time when you cried? Well, so here's the thing. The salute me familia stuff, right? <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid, but it gets me. And also, yeah, I, get it. I, I have get like it. 27 hours built in with these people. So, <laughs> you know, you just... Is it like how you think like when Joe Gorga is talking about his family, like it's the same it's... kind of like... Joe and Vin Diesel funny. are similar characters in, these, yeah. in their yeah, respective franchises. You really franchises. enjoy Vin Diesel. You know, it lost its its it lost its place a little bit after Paul Walker died because he was actually the soul of the franchise. Oh, wow. Yeah, and you buy Vin Diesel's ridiculousness when you have Paul Walker there as well, right? But uh, Vin Diesel thinks that he's the actual soul. Well, oh and gosh. and nor it's worth doing a deep dive on the drama with behind the series though oh, with yeah. Tyrese because he Tyrese like it has gone on social media and just like. So Tyrese is in all of them and now it's kind of like his only gig <laughs> and like he makes bank off of it. Like who cares? He's, he, he shouldn't, he should not be bothered. Right. Okay. But he is so angry at the rock for what? coming in, wait, for coming into the franchise and then getting his own spinoff series. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, so now we can't film F9 yet. Cause you have to film your spinoff, even though you like came into this series, like after we'd all been working our asses off. It's like, yeah. it, he is, obsessed with how undertreated he is in the franchise but he won't leave but then what's funny about all of that is in this most current one he almost dies in every scene <laughs> like the, like the whole stick it's like the writers are like okay well we're gonna fuck with him because we're gonna like literally, literally that's the whole his whole shtick in the, the like a car like lands on his car and you think he's dead and then he pops out he's like hey <laughs> And then, like, he's in space, and you're like, oh, this is when he's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ludacris will live, and Tyrese will die. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm all in now. I'm going to watch it. You gonna... really will enjoy them. They're so enjoyable. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they're a lot of fun. I'm going to take an edible and just, like, make a weekend out of it. Clock in several hours, like I did with Love is Blind. Just Oh, yeah. I curled up in that big movie theater chair with a large popcorn and a, and a can of wine and had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like... What's going on? <laughs> okay, well, we we didn't uh, plan on talking about Fast and the Furious for 10 whole minutes, but I guess we did. Um, but we're talking about we're Housewives of Atlanta today, which, real, we've never talked about in the series that we've been doing. But yes. you, we picked, so Tom, actually, you picked this episode for us, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. Um, the episode is when the girls, when the talls and the smalls go to South Africa on a trip. And uh, I think the episode is called Just Like Home or something. Um, I should have, like, remembered the season or whatever. But um, it's season four. And, Riel, I want to ask you first, what is your relationship with the Atlanta girls in so Housewives? I, I didn't remember how much I liked them, but <laughs> I liked them a lot. Yeah. Oh, right. And they, I think I watched, the I, yeah. I think I watched uh, Atlanta the longest. Mm. And then at a certain point, I got really pissed off. Because uh, Kim, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. she got her own spinoff, oh. and I was already, I was very, very upset about that. Rightfully, because yeah. uh, right. I mean, I understand your frustration, but honestly, she was already doing her own spinoff on the show. Like she doesn't yeah. engage with them, yeah. so it didn't. It almost like wasn't even like congrats, girl. Like I'm, sh- I'm sure the paycheck was the same. They're like, you can just like be on your own show because you you've been trying to do that this whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Um, he, yeah. Good. No, Go because the other ladies are a so much more interesting. Yes. Oh yeah. Right. And uh, um, I, I I I thought it was more of like a prestige thing to get your own spinoff thing. Yeah, I don't Ooh. know. Honestly, Kim Zolciak Bierman being on Bravo as long as she has is one of the most confusing things in the world to me. I think she's so fucking weird. She's mm-hmm. not necessarily interesting. And like the the girls are like now social media influencers. Like it's just the amount of 
the amount like it's almost like Bravo tried to make like a little like a little trash Kardashian out of mm-hmm. you know Kim Solsiak. And I right. I like hate Bravo for it. It makes me really upset when I think about also, that. Also, Croy isn't a real person's name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They are, they real. You look at them and you're like, wow, you guys are meant for each other. Okay. Two dum dums. Like, I, I, thank God, dum dums found dum dums because no he's, one else deserves them. He is, he's like in his twenties in the show. I know. She's thirty three. Well, what? She looks ancient, but uh, yeah, she like does. she looks like a she looks like a college football booster's wife. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know exactly what she means. <laughs> Well, that's kind of what she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Were you familiar with Croy Raheel in the football space? No, because I mean, he's like a nobody. He he's he was kind of just a yeah, just he was. I don't think he was like a pro bowler or anything like that. He was just a guy. No, yeah. he was a pro. What, wait, what do you mean by pro bowler? What does that a, mean? So a pro bowler <laughs> is like <laughs> a professional bowler. Um, I, I, I gathered it wasn't that. Um, no, a, a pro bowler is like an NFL all star. Oh yeah, no, he's not. Bad. No, so no, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't any like I. I think the first time I heard of him was probably through the show. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. go ahead. No, you go ahead. I would say I also watched the episode before to get just some context and like <laughs> he goes away to this like he's going away to camp or whatever it's called like yeah. to like get because the um the NFL is like back on mm-hmm. and um. The whole episode, they, like, are talking, like, he's going away for, like, months for training. (laughs) And then in the last second of the episode, he goes, it'll just be a week and I'm right down the street. like, (laughs) what? What? (laughs) It's a week and a half that he's there and it's 40 minutes from the house. Oh, my God. And she's like, I don't know what I'll do without your dick, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. They... Here's the thing. They fuck more than anyone. And I think they still fuck because he loves it. They they are so deeply in love still. Yeah, I'm very confused by all of it. Like, um, I, the, but as the years have gone by, Croy, Kim has gotten more plastic in her face and Croy has gotten more makeup on his face. I mean, have you seen him recently? Yeah, he looks yeah. like a mannequin. I have not followed the I mean, I mean Croy. Yeah. More, he more just looks like a, a tan balloon. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, okay, that's, I feel like, enough about the Beermans for now. Uh, the ladies are going to Africa. The taglines this season, I have to say, are like the most quintessential housewives tagline. I wrote them all down. Um, Candies is, I have fame and fortune and I've earned it. Like, that's like a, these are all like reasonable, normal taglines that like I associate with like real housewives. Um, uh, Shereza's. I just like things that are elegant and sophisticated, just like me. <laughs> uh, Nini says, "When I walk into a room, I own it." But all of them are great, except Cynthia, who's just so boring. She says, "I know how to work it and be seen." And I was like, "That literally, you said nothing, Cynthia." This was her flop era. She can't. It's a miracle she didn't get fired. <laughs> okay, I. You say this was her flop era, but I'm not sure if Cynthia's ever had a not flop era. I just yeah. think. Well, go ahead. Wait. No, so Cynthia, Cynthia Bailey, right? Yeah, yeah. I have always been a big fan of Cynthia. Oh yeah. It is completely, um, you know, superficial. Uh, based on, her, based on yeah. how hot she is. Yeah, she is. She looks. Oh, so she. Young. She. She looks so young. Yeah. I I think there was just like I don't know. I I love her post like I love her as as the marriage started to wrap up because yeah. like I Peter just sucks. And yeah, like that's true. she hates him. Yes. And so the whole every scene is just she, she's just like hey Peter. Like, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> like they just, so, just she just he weighs her down. Yeah. So. so that was her story, right? Was yeah. the marriage. The, mm-hmm. She had well, I think her first season was unreal because she went in and shared more than anyone yeah. should on the first season housewife because she had her wedding and they couldn't afford the wedding because they were broke and it was like <laughs> this huge fucking wedding and then on top of that she her her um mom sorry the dog is like putting a butt in my face um <laughs> go away um 
her mom and sister tried to like make her not. They they refused to sign the license. Yes, and they, 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 they hit it. To, yeah, they hit it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so how did uh, Peter rope in Cynthia? I mean, I, I I mean, aside from true love or whatever, I don't think it was true love. I don't know is, what it was. He seemed like I a I mean, Quindler. You said his dick. Well, yeah, I think he lays it down. Oh. He's good. He gives, knows what he's doing in the bedroom energy. Yeah. I would hope so. But it's um, shocking because, you know, Cynthia has a daughter and her baby's father is like one of the most stunning men that has come across for Houses of Atlanta or like Bravo yeah, Leon, in general. Leon. Cool, cool runnings Leon. Oh my God. He's so hot. She's married to Leon? Or she was, she had a baby with Leon? Yeah, from Cool Runnings. Oh my God. Yeah. The baby, that's her kid. Yeah. The kid, like there is one kid. That's 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 Does Leon's kid. So, Noel, Noella, Noel, yeah, Noel. But um, it's just it's shocking because Peter is just such a dud, and I don't understand it. But I feel like he's like a smooth talker, like he's a swindler. He's the original oh, totally. Tinder swindler, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't trust restaurant business people, as we've learned from watching Bad Vegan. I don't know if you guys have watched. <laughs> yeah, that. I haven't watched that yet. Um, That's great. Okay, so the ladies, they go to South Africa. They're rolling in first class. It seems like Cynthia has perhaps never traveled in first class before, which is really exciting for me because like just last week, I think you and I maybe talked about it too, Tom. Rahil and I talked about like how we want to – like I want to be rich enough to fly first class all the time. Right. And it seems like that was Cynthia's first experience, and I was just really excited for her because she seems like a simple gal. Um, the girls are just having a great time. It felt like a very real girls trip where everybody is just enjoying being on like a 15 hour flight or whatever that was. We get introduced to talls versus smalls and Nini says, talls are girls over five, nine and the smalls are almost. (laughs) No. (laughs) They didn't even bleed it, bleep it out. I I know. They're just casually saying that. I think that was allowed back in 2012. Yeah. a woman who's 5'8 is tall to me. Yeah, exactly. This triggered me as a short king myself. <laughs> um, Give me some numbers, short king. What are you working with? <laughs> so um, uh, here's the thing. I thought I was 5'7 my entire life. Okay, um, you're, and then I went, well, not my now? entire life, after I, I became a man. Um, <laughs> and then I went, to, I went to, the, to the, for like a checkup once. And the nurse checking me in, she was like, no, I think you're like 5'8". And I was like, oh, what? And she's like, she's like, yeah, let me measure you, right? And then she was like measuring me and my hair was kind of poofy. And she's like, yeah, you're like 5'8 and a half. I was like, that's official. <laughs> I'm officially 5'8 and a half now. So Yeah. Oh, I'm, like I'm not tall. You're probably just a touch shorter than me. Yeah. I feel like you guys, well, I've met both of you in person. <laughs> so I feel like you're all, you're both probably around the same height. I feel yeah, I don't identify I as a short king though. Oh. Should I? I don't know. Well, I was I was only uh, based off of this uh this episode. Oh, based off of Yeah, these, yeah. These You're bo- we're both all three of us are smalls, clearly. Yeah, we are smalls. Yeah. 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 But I, I'm I'm okay being small. <laughs> <laughs> um the ladies arrive in Cape Town and I just I love Atlanta so much because there's just so much content even at the airport. Like, they're having all these issues carrying all this luggage. They're having, like, trolley troubles. <laughs> Somebody suggests to take, like, a big trolley of luggage up an escalator. And Nini's confessionals, I forgot, like, just how it's, funny they are. It is literally the highest level of comedy. Like, she is a <laughs> genius. And I don't even think she writes them. I think that's just like her. Like, I think they're like, give us three thoughts on this one thing. And she'll just do three takes and everyone is probably usable. (laughs) Just her saying like, I'm not taking my luggage up an escalator. Is Phaedra crazy? This is not what I do at the airport. I thought Phaedra was fabulous. And I was just like, the way she even says that is just so funny. Like, they haven't gotten out of the airport and how absurd Marlo is being and just – I watched Nini's face the whole time because she just uh, – you that's all you can do. Like, if you right. just watch her face, it is pure comedy. Um, Real, are you Wait, familiar – yeah, go ahead. Honestly, can we talk about Marlo and yeah. how pissed I would be if someone did this on a trip? Yes. yes. So Marlo like, has been brought on the trip as – like, for what? I guess it was originally that Kim was going to go and then Kim didn't go. And then – 
I guess they were like, we have one empty ticket, and so we're gonna. Get no, they didn't even go that far. Nini was like, eh, you should just come. Like, if can you imagine if like you go on, you planned like Phaedra planned this trip. Yeah. Accounting for certain people to be there, can you mm-hmm. fucking imagine? Yeah. One of the people you invited shows just shows up to the airport with this person that like you don't really know, and you're like, oh, she's gonna come. And a person who won't shut the fuck up. Right. Will not stop talking. So they didn't know that she was coming until until the airport, right? Yes. Did not know at all. None. Like legitimately, not fake for reality television. Like fully did not know. Like yeah. I think production knew, but like yeah, like literally no one knew. That's amazing. Now, real, are you familiar with Marlo Hampton? No, I think this is the first time, or I didn't recall her. Yeah. Um, at all, like I recall all the other ladies, but um, I think this is the first time that I've done a deep dive on marlo or spent uh, is this marlo's first season on the show yeah uh-huh. yeah yes. so marlo has been a friend of on and off since season four and she's now officially like this new season that's going to come out this year mm-hmm. she's going to officially get her peach she becomes oh. a full-time housewife yeah it's incredible so it's- well she was not on for a bit though after this season yes. because why well, well we'll get to it yeah yeah there's well, something that yeah. happens that that I think Bravo doesn't talk about much. But. Yeah, yeah. So they get to uh, they get to they're just on the way to the fancy, I guess, um, apartment, penthouse, whatever. And Marlo, like I said, can't shut the fuck up. She's not just shown up on a trip and like uninvited. She's also really letting it known that she wants a lot of luxury. She wants to share a bathroom. She keeps talking about this etiquette etiquette book that she's reading. Yeah. And she's just like questioning the women of, about all these things. And again, Nini is loving it. She's just giggling in the back. Like, I fucking love that I brought this annoying woman on the trip. And not only is she not invited, but she is she is being the most irritable person. Like she's becoming she's the most irritating person around here so uh the thing about wanting your own bathroom yeah i do um i do agree with that i, I agree I mean, on, on our recent trip i stayed at a different hotel just to ensure that i had my own bathroom yeah you do i mean and i'm fine with that i don't want to share a bathroom with you ever but i would be annoyed by all the emily post stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I, I get the bathroom thing but at the same time i'm like girl you literally weren't supposed to be here yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just like take a bed and figure it out yeah um they have breakfast the next day and again marlo won't stop talking about this etiquette book phaedra casually drops <laughs> that she's been in touch with like gunay and royalty <laughs> and nini says not the kings honey <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Also, this, I think this trip overall gets not enough credit. Like, like this is an early, this is an early season and it is luxury. I mean, both this place they go to and then also like the next spot. Mm-hmm. Like, cause the next spot they have, like, they're literally in the middle of like us, like the, of Africa, like yeah. safari land in a hut but it's like a luxury hut and it's beautiful and this place this apartment i want to go here yeah it's like a and that where they're having breakfast that like outside area it's stunning it's amazing amazing this is a this is like a beverly hills level trip i feel like yeah in terms of like how much money it costs yeah for sure because if you think about the other shows at this point i think like it's only new york always goes to the caribbean they they Mm -hmm. never go anywhere else because i feel like they have to go to like the island baby yeah (laughs) (laughs) island (laughs) beverly hills was the only one that was taking like trips to europe and then jersey once went to italy to see like the judice family home <laughs> and stayed at and stayed at an Econa lodge yeah. <laughs> and they didn't even take like a full they went on a cruise they went on like a med cruise <laughs> like it they wasn't even they, nice. they don't vacation well no so no. who pays for these trips does bravo pay for the, these a, trips? the age-old question yeah uh yeah bravo does pay for them yeah this is also sort like of. when you were saying like oh it's phaedra's trip it's like i always have to i guess think about the fact that these aren't really planned that much by these women because maybe right. this may have well, because it was early know. on but like you know they're filming for what six weeks eight weeks at a time at this point i think like three months three months 
I is three months enough time to like plan a trip like midway through? No, yeah. I've I've heard they plan them in before the season starts. Like yeah. they'll pick they'll pick a wife and be like, you're going to plan the trip this uh, year. Like, what do you, where do you want to go? Mm. But like things like um, uh, what's her name, Cherise? Cherie. Cherise. Uh, Different Cher- franchise. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, uh, you know, her only inviting the two of them <laughs> and not all six, right? That's not like the producers wouldn't come up with that, right? No, that's no, just, that's no. just Sheree's shady plan. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Sheree also <laughs> tells that's the women so good. it's so good. Sheree and and I love Sheree because she says it in her like very polite Sheree voice, like where she just oh, yeah, kind she of always talks, always talks up here. Oh yeah, yeah, she's always talking up here, and she's always just like like she just kind of says it matter of fact. There's never like intended shade in her voice she tells the women that she has a friend she goes on this like long story about who this friend is and then she's like well he's invited me to his house and i was invited for dinner i just didn't want to impose the dinner on anyone else so uh i'm only gonna take uh phaedra and candy like if she really says it like i'm just thinking about it right now in this moment as if they haven't already had this conversation right (laughs) Um, again, Nini's confessional work after this is like just <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> and then immediately the talls separate and they decompress about Sheree's shady plans. And and then at the end of that, like them talking about it, Nini says something like, Come on, bitches, we gotta go try on another wig. <laughs> I, just <love laughs> I just love her. <laughs> I can't. I love yeah. her so much. Yeah. We did then cut to the uh, Kim and her wig and her kids at home. And I just want to take a pause here to talk about Kim's father, Joe, and her mother, Karen. And Joe mm-hmm. is wearing uh, jorts, jean shorts, which <laughs> I haven't seen on Bravo since Kim's father stopped coming on camera. Well, yeah. I'll s- her parents, yeah. I don't know. They don't talk anymore. She's not doesn't talk to mom or dad anymore. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is dark because they're so involved in the show in these early seasons. Mm-hmm. But dad gives me the creeps. Yeah, it's, the whole situation's was, a mess. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know what to do with that whole thing because of like how he was talking about his daughter and the men in her life. Yeah. And then I was like. Ah. Well, it's it's interesting because that same type of talk and that same kind of conversation is one of the reasons why she doesn't talk to them anymore. And like he was a couple of years ago, I remember there were like blogs or something or he did an interview where he talked like cash money shit about his daughter similarly yeah. about I think, oh, yeah, the whole thing was that her daughters didn't know because she had old, two older daughters at this point. Um, they didn't know that they had different fathers. And I think her mom or her dad talked about it in blogs and it came out on like the internet and the kids found out that way. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why they don't talk anymore is because that's how Kim's daughters found out that they had different fathers. Well, they're a little fame hungry, mom and dad. I mean, yeah, you can tell. You don't come in with a, a jorts and a fully like a full conversation ready to be had while you're cooking like like it seemed like he was like auditioning for a food network yeah show. exactly it was a lot yeah, of yeah. it was a little bit too much it was a little bit too much and um, i think he also had a cell phone clip on which <laughs> a cell phone <laughs> clip yeah. Yeah, that's very appropriate for the times it was yeah. 2011 my, my dad did have one yeah i feel like uh, you, know, you had, had one. one yeah for your blackberry I had multiple cell phone clips he he like stands up to go get a glass of water and there's like cell phone clips all on his bed. <laughs> yeah, Tom, did you have a Blackberry? No, bitch. Okay. I'm gay. I feel like Blackberries are for straights. <laughs> <laughs> no, Blackberries were like a big thing at that time. Did you have a cell phone in 2011? No, I don't. Yes, I'm not. You, you act like you're like 20 years older than me. <laughs> I'm like, was that allowed in elementary? 2011, school? I was in college. Oh, I'm realize so sorry. <laughs> yes, I had a cell phone. I had an iPhone. I had first generation iPhone actually. Oh. My senior year of high school. Oh, okay. <laughs> before before that, I was a razor bitch because oh, razors yeah. innately are more gay than black. <laughs> well, I had a razor. Now I'm not sure because I was like, oh, good, I'm straight because I had a blackberry. <laughs> but I also had multiple razors. Yeah, you did. I just think. I think. The Blackberry, I think the Blackberry keyboard is psychotic. Like, 
<laughs> like, how the fuck am I supposed to type on these? That Those buttons were insane. They were, like, literally this big. A full QWERTY keyboard. Yes. <laughs> on the a Tamagotchi. Are, Blackberries are for the smalls. Because, like, how... <laughs> How do you fit your little fingertips on those buttons without pressing three at the same time? But let me tell you, like, you got, like, muscle memories. So the amount of texting yeah, and exactly. driving I used to do with that Blackberry Corey Well, keyboard. oh, and, and Mama, T9. T9, Mama, was the best. We don't talk enough about T9. Yeah. You never, you never played Brick Breaker on, on Blackberry? No, I played uh, – Razor had – I think snake, was, snake. Yes. Oh, I love <laughs> snake. You, yeah. If I, I had like an snake. old like razor or equivalent laying around, I would pull that out right now and play snake. It would be like a great game for me to play to you know, like while I watch, watch possibly Housewives. watch Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to go before we go back to the ladies in Cape Town. We do see Sweetie here, and Raheel, you're not familiar with Sweetie. That's, I don't yeah, I didn't Sweetie remember is the assistant that Kim yeah. has who she's yeah. speaking down to the whole time. She's that so mean. Made her. me very uncomfortable yes. that entire interaction. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. It's... Very racist. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's safe to say that. Yeah, because like she goes to eat at the table and it almost felt like Kim was like, Why are you eating at the table? Yes. Right. Yeah. Go to your quarters. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, "You're not getting paid for today." I was like, "I don't think you're allowed to say that." Like, <laughs> well, the the episode before this, once again, because I watched that too this morning, mm-hmm. um, is the episode where Sweetie has to set up like a romantic evening for Croy and um, Kim before he goes off to the to the <laughs> place down the street for a week, and she's setting up. She has to set up roses all over the whole house. So it's taking forever and candles everywhere. And Kim gets to the door and she's like, and Sweetie's like, wait, why is Kim here? Like she was supposed to call me. Like, so I could tell her like how far along we were. And then she's like, Kim is literally like this. How long does it take to set up roses and candles? You dumb bitch. (gasps) (laughs) She says that to her face. Oh my God. Like, she literally says that on camera to her. I'm like, what is happening? Like, she's so nasty. Oh, my God. It's bad. It's bad. Well, and <laughs> what, isn't there a fight in, yeah. like, season so two later- where Nini's, like, where, no, before, wasn't it before times where Nini, yes. like, said that she was a slave? Yeah. She was like, you can't talk to me like you talk to Sweetie. I'm not your slave. <laughs> I think no. that's what she said. Yeah. 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 That was two seasons ago. Yeah. Yeah, since she was and Sweetie's with still around, taking that check. <laughs> yeah, they were. That's the fight they had in the bus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Kim brought Sweetie on that trip. Yeah, what a mess. I tried to do a prepared. "Where is she now?" and um, she's moved on, lives in California, has a bunch of kids. Oh, great! Yeah, because when you made your meme today, Tom, I thought for a second that Sweetie of Atlanta was the same as Sweetie of him. No. <laughs> well. <laughs> I um some idiot on Instagram was like I posted a meme being like <laughs> father son and a house of house of sweetie because I just I love her so much and this and I put a picture of sweetie the rapper and then sweetie and together and this person was and I said I miss sweetie and this person was like she literally came up with a song last week I'm like no you dumb bitch thing of dumb bitches you. <laughs> Oh, good. All right. So back in Cape Town, the ladies go to a yacht and Marlo is just making content. She she wants to do these like clear the air conversations. But I love the way Marlo talks about it where she's like, I just thought Candy was going to be an asshole. And like, she's not. And she's much nicer. But like, they all basically say that same thing about each other. Like Cynthia says it about Phaedra and Marlo says it about Candy and then Nini is like not sure what her situation is with Phaedra, but they all kind of like quietly decide to be cordial about whatever. Yeah. Um, then they get back to the house and the smalls are getting ready to head out to Sheree's friend's house for dinner. Cynthia comes over just to be nice and says, we're going to Nobu. I want to reinvite you guys. If you, I know you have a dinner, but if you want to come, you can come with us to Nobu. And so Sheree says at that moment, 
oh, sure, Cynthia, I'm only inviting you, not <laughs> Nini and Marlo, if you'd like to come. And Cynthia immediately – well, she also says it as a way in, in like the context of like, oh, now that you're not like kissing Nini's ass or something, you know, you can come with us. And so yeah, Cynthia, just that she yeah. isn't as attached to uh, Nini as she had previously. Thought. Yes. Like, yeah. And Cynthia immediately tells the other talls, and the talls are activated. And then <laughs> Marlo and Sheree get into one of the most insane fights ever, but it happens so fast. Marlo says a word that rhymes with maggot. Yes. <laughs> that Kathy Hilton frequently uses, apparently. Oh, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one that can say that word, Tom, not us. You want me to say it? No. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you want. It's you. It's, you know what? You own that word. You can say it if you want I to. I can I say it. it if I'm holding a razor? <laughs> no, real. Stop it. <laughs> I like I like how you think. <laughs> um, Did she call Sheree's friend that word? Is that what she did? Because we yeah, know Sheree's yeah, friend. Yeah, she was like, yeah. yeah, she was like, you and your I think she said your faggot. Oh my god. <laughs> you Which is even worse. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sheree and Marlo get into like the reason for the season. I mean <laughs> like there's a give reel of that, of them just doing that hand thing. That like yeah. it just gets thrown around <laughs> from time to time, and it, like any everybody can hear it. I can hear it all the time. I can just hear it. It's just so silly. It was great. You know, the one thing that this fight pointed out for me was just how poor I am <laughs> because like the put downs that they had for each other. I was like, I know it's all about like luxury to me. They're all like, oh, only one Rolex. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that's what I wrote. One Rolex. One Rolex. <laughs> Yeah, some of the greatest hits here were Sheree initially starts with saying, you're messing with your, go. why are you messing with an 80-year-old man? And Marlo says, why do you have two cars and no house? <laughs> Which, she brings up a good point. <laughs> and then Sheree like, says, why do you have a townhouse and an Aston Martin? <laughs> and I'm like, again. <laughs> it sounds like a great deal. <laughs> And honestly, as- that there, I all what we've learned here from both of them is the, the takeaway is like that they need to reprioritize something. Yeah. yeah, both of them. Because even in like Marlo fighting back with Sheree, one of the things she's saying is, "Why would I want a big house? <laughs> I'm only one person. I don't need a big house." But she also couples in there, "You need a bigger house because you have a whole family. You were married to a like an NFL player, and you don't even have any money anymore, and you're struggling." It's just amazing. Marla says she, she she's at her house was paid in cash and that she can fuck with an 80-year-old man. But Sheree, you're at the Onyx with drug dealers. <laughs> so do we want to tell her about Chateau She Can't Pay? Yeah. So at this point, did Sheree, did she start construction on her home? Where were we in Chateau She Don't Pay? No, I think yeah, I think she had started oh. because she was already she was already wor- working on it when Kenya comes in next season. Yes, you're right. So I but do, the house didn't get finished for about eight years. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm, not, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did remember something about her house being under construction. Yeah, like from when, when I used to watch. Like also, the where's Portia? No Portia yet. Next season. Next season. Next season. No Portia yet. Or Kenya. Portia and Kenya come in together. Yeah. Season. Oh. Yeah. They twirl into the show. G- and also with all this whole cast still. They didn't even get rid of anyone. They just added more, which is great. Next yeah. season is one of the best of all time. Yeah, it is. Um, like the, I, mean, I think this one's great. Sheree's house took so long to build that Kim Zolciak literally left the show, had like mm-hmm. 18 more children, and then came back. And I think we finally got a pseudo housewarming party for Sheree's house, right? Is that what that yeah. was? Yeah, that was. Mm-hmm. A, that's how long it took for Sheree to build that house. So, so yeah. Is it just a money thing? She just doesn't have the money to finish it. It's, yes. Yeah, I think it's that's. It's I think primarily huge. yes. 
Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know how she affords it, to be honest with you. Yeah. And I also forgot that at some point, Sheree's, like, ex-husband came on, came back on the show. Yeah, season nine. Yeah. he She was married to a football player, I think. Who no, was sure. actually a uh, – was, a, I think, more famous than – Yeah. He was bowler. perhaps a professional bowler. A, a bowl a bowl roller, would you call a it? A bowl roller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know who – I don't know who his uh, – who he is but what's his name what's his name well all you need to know is that sheree has a son with this man who is just like the hottest person i have ever seen on bravo i know and i said he, that and, earlier about leon but but he and he and and he is the ugliest person on bravo is her ex-husband yes he, look, he looks truly like a garbage troll and then they somehow <laughs> birth this like adonis yeah an absolute what's his name cairo yeah cairo oh my God. great name oh so hot cairo is, is a is like the big time football player or no 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 no, no, no. no. Cairo's their son Cairo's their son Sheree's okay. who's Sheree's husband you should have looked this up while Sheree you were getting water field husband or uh, yeah Bob Whitfield oh Bob Bob Whitfield I don't know who Bob Whitfield is you know you who do you know no you don't I don't okay maybe it was like uh oh my god really I just <laughs> He's so unattractive. Oh, I, I forgot he was cross-eyed. <laughs> I forgot he was cross-eyed. Yeah. Like, oh. like not Andy Cohen cross-eyed, like cross-eyed. Okay, can we talk about that for a second? Did Andy, like, he was significantly more. Yeah, he corrected it, right? I think he did do something because it used to be like, like, hey, look at me over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, well, I, I also think he's smart, though, because... Especially on his show, they have him facing, not forward. Oh, oh yeah, he's always like he has his head on. A... He very rarely is straight on. Yeah, real. I just texted you a picture of Cairo Whitfield. He's Cairo objectively Whitfield. porn star hot. Whoa, <laughs> no, he's stunning. This is her son. This is her son with the man. Her, who's... her and cross-eyed son. <laughs> cross-eyed, spelled with a K. I, I don't care. I'll bully. I'll bully him for his ugly face because he's a he's an abuser. Yeah, he's, he's a, a yeah he's a monster. He was an absolute monster. Wait, so who's a monster? Sheree's Bob. Bob. Oh. He he Cross like <laughs> talks about how he would like to beat her again, like on the show. Yeah, when he comes back it's bad. For a couple seasons. He like literally says on camera like. Like, I should beat you again like I did before or something. Like that. It's it's bad. Yeah, it, it was very dark. It was very sad. I know. So, you know, I feel bad because she's been through it. She's been through it. She married this, like, NFL star. She probably thought her life was going to be set. He turns out to be an absolute monster. She's got literally no money. He didn't pay any child support. And so she's, she's, you know, doing what she can. And Sheree, for the most part, keeps it together during most fights. And then she, her, the voice goes higher and the words get faster. And that is, like... That is Sheree's way of fighting, which I think is is actually really wonderful. It's pure entertainment. It's always so good. That's why this fight is just so well, silly. Yeah, she's just so like one of a kind to me. Like she really is. Like no one talks and fights like she does. <laughs> she's so quick. Yeah, that's what I love about these women. God, and I cannot wait for it to come back in the next couple months because I've missed Atlanta so much. Yeah, the women are just so funny. Even in the like darkest moments, mm-hmm. they're so f- on top. They're on their brain. Like they're always on it. They're like. They literally have a quip immediately. <laughs> During they can yeah think of a read for anyone at any point in time. Yeah. During the height of the fight, again, Nini's in the middle and she's like really trying to calm them down. Again, just watching Nini is really funny. But Phaedra is like powdering her nose. Like she's totally on face. She's kind of on the side powdering her nose. And you just keep seeing subtitles pop up. Like one Rolex, not married, not married. Who? Like all these things are just being said at the same time. And it's fantastic. Now, Brahil, you recently confessed that you love the Potomac Girls. You love yes. those green-eyed bandits so much. Yes. Yes. How do you feel about them in comparison to these ladies? No, it's the same thing yeah. where um, what you what um, uh, what you guys are just talking about, which is the the back and forth um, or just their quips and stuff like that. It's so interesting. Yeah. 
right? They're just like, they're very funny. They have a lot of personality. And even though there's like fabulousness and all this other stuff, they still feel like real people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas like the Beverly Hills Housewives, they're just, they're not real people to me. No. You know, there's- And you don't think that's what makes it interesting. And thinking about this and just what we're talking about, like how quick they are and how funny they are, that's I think why, if you think about Beverly Hills, why one of the most iconic scenes in Beverly Hills is the Amsterdam fight because it is so insane because words are just coming out of their mouth faster than we've ever seen on Beverly Hills. You don't usually get that in Beverly Hills. Like even the slut pig fight against Brandy, it was funny because Brandy was like, at least I don't do crystal meth all night or whatever. Right. And you don't ever hear people say stuff like that in Beverly Hills. Whereas in Atlanta or Potomac or even in New York, like they just say whatever the fuck they want to say. And you never get that in Beverly Hills. No, because they're too calculated. Yeah. Except for, I guess, Kathy Hilton, who's going to say a word that rhymes with maggot next season. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Real, who do you think was the MVP of this episode? Uh, well, so I always enjoy just watching Nini be on camera, mm-hmm. right? So I just, I really, really liked her. Um, Phaedra is also somebody who's been very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Just like the two sides of her, mm-hmm. um, because she's like this lawyer, right? That's her deal. Yes, she, at that point, she is just a lawyer. He's a lawyer. No, I think she then, has a funeral home in this season. It's, Wait, she has a funeral home? She, I, it's, it's something that she's beginning to take interest in. Is it? Yeah, I think she does start to do I this. Think the beginning, I think the beginning of the season, she's like going, because I've seen this season 10,000 times. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> um, truly, I return to this season often because I love it so much. Um, no, she... I think in the beginning of the season is like where she talks to like this funeral director about getting her her license. Oh yeah, she because I watched a little bit of the of the next episode and she talks about being a mortician. I didn't know. Yeah. That <laughs> no, no, I know. Yeah, is it a, is it a read or is it real? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it's real. <laughs> no, she really is. She yeah. And now so, I don't know what she's doing, but she has a holding so, face. Yeah, but her story about her being a lawyer and being like the super professional woman, and then. Or being attached to this criminal dude, right? Yeah. Apollo. Apollo, yeah. Wait, I do you know crazy. that? Do you know that she was? I, I I know that Nora knows this, but that she was Bobby, like Whitney and Bobby's lawyer. Really? Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. She's a big deal. Like it, she famous? was. <laughs> she was an entertainment lawyer in Atlanta. Like that's a yeah. huge deal. Yeah. So I found both those two sides very interesting about. This happened a couple of seasons ago. It was Phaedra's first season, but she came on the show pregnant. And then she tried to convince everybody that she, that the baby, the doctors were going to let the baby be born at seven months. Because she, it was ready. Because it was just ready. They were like, if it's done cooking. She says it casually. She's eating lunch. And she's like, yeah, I mean, if it's done cooking, they don't, they can take it out. And everybody's like, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to let babies be born. Like, for uh, they try to keep it for at least six weeks from the due date, and they were like, She was like, No, not if it's done cooking. It's like, No, because they were there. She's like, Yeah, I'm gonna go have my baby this week, and they're like, Wait, why? Like, you're not ready. <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, I'm seven months, I'm ready. But the reason she was lying, the reason she was lying though, is because um, she didn't want people to know that her and Apollo boned before their wedding. Yeah. For like what reason? I don't even know why you would try to hide that. I know. It's such a bizarre thing to worry about. I think it maybe was like perhaps a baby conceived during a conjugal visit. (gasps) (laughs) Was he in jail that long? I feel like you only get conjugal visits if you're like, if it's a, you know, a really long time. Yeah. Rio, would you know anything about that? He went back. He went back to conjugal visits? Yeah. Yeah. I would not. Okay. The videos that I watch, uh, they're already in the middle. Um, they don't. They don't talk oh, about you're, the sen- they, you're they don't talk about that? the sentencing. Yeah, yeah. Got it. It's just, it's they don't throw those stats up at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. They, don't, they don't say. Yeah. It's Wait, just... Apollo went back to jail. Yes. What do you? Yes, of course he did. Okay, I didn't realize that he. You went don't remember that? Oh no, oh, I thought was... no, I knew he did, and then he came out. I didn't know if he went back again recently. No, no. He went back to jail, and then 
there was all that drama because Phaedra didn't want to bring the kids to the prison. Yeah, it was very dark. Some that of the cutest kids on TV. I don't know how heinous his crimes were, but it was. I don't know what, what he did. It was white collar crimes, right? It was like it was. It was white collar. Yeah. It, well, I don't know about round one, but round two was white collar. Yeah, but um, he's another one that was perplexingly gorgeous, but dumb as bricks and an absolute monster. And I'm sorry. I mean, this is something later, but I I think we were all very. I think Kenya flirted with him so much, but I also think no one gives, no one was so hard on him for no. like engaging and flirting with this woman. Of course, because misogyny is a hell and of a drug. And Phaedra fucking hated her because she's like, "You're coming for my man." He's like, "Your man wants me." Yeah, he was also he entertaining it. Yeah, right. Sorry. Yeah, that's a whole a mm-hmm. whole ass mm-hmm. other season. Yeah, you know, I do think Raheel, we should watch an episode with Cordell Stewart. Now Cordell, I know. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I just opened oh, my phone and almost screamed because Bob's cross eyes. <laughs> <was like>, oh. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> no, it's shocking. You forget. I want whoever's listening to this to just like do it right now. You're gonna. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't forget. I was just waiting for us to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, you know Cordell Stewart. Of course, I know him very well. Yeah. Well, Cordell. You know, speaking of razor phones, I think we might have had one. So, now, I knew. Do you know about um, that rumor? Yes, yes. I, well, I, I've been known is, about it. I knew, I knew about the, the, the razor rumor with Cordell, <laughs> which is what we're calling that, while he was playing, like while yeah. it was. Yeah, playing, yeah. I know. Like, back in like That's... 96, 97. Yeah, I mean, I say I know, like I don't know, but I'm just saying, like <laughs> I, I, I knew that it was like a thing people knew about yeah. for a while, so it was so bizarre to me that Portia was like so naive to it. Yeah, this isn't uh, related to Real Housewives at all, mm-hmm. but now I'm interested to know. Do you know of the razor rumor about Aaron Rodgers? Yes, I'm sure. No, I didn't know that. <gasps> you didn't? No. I I hate that anti-vax asshole Aaron Rodgers. He's such a little yeah. dick. Mm-hmm. But this is like going back like 10 years. Yeah. This is well before the anti-vax stuff. I could see it. Mm-hmm. Well, because the and rumors then, stem from Olivia Munn, right? Well, no. So there were rumors before that. Mm-hmm. He had a roommate that he was very close to. Okay. And then... Haven't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then that roommate and him had a falling out, and then there was like these cryptic text message or uh, Twitter messages, right? That the roommate left, right? And then Aaron Rodgers had to go, um, you know, he felt compelled to go on the radio and say that he was not gay, that oh. he enjoyed, uh, you know, he dated women or whatever. But he it was loves vaginas. Weird. Yeah, yeah. So that's basically he was like very. Did he call in on his razor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then he started going on with Olivia Munn, who is apparently a known um, what beard. Oh, yeah, I mean, also Shailene gives me big beard energy. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know. Is beard an offensive term? No, I don't think so. I think it's just. I think it's just saying like it's like beard. Beard meaning masculine, like mm. a beard. Being able to grow a beard is masculine, and mm. so it's like. It's like yeah, pretending it's, that you're more mass than you are. Yeah, it's yeah. just something. It's not derogatory like towards right? women, I don't think. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you say? Would you say, Raheel? It's just something as like a cover, right? Yeah, it's saying like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's not. It's not about the woman. It's about doing something that makes you look like exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Anybody else have a razor room over here? Mm, I'm sure they are. I feel like I mean, there are so many gays up. in the in football yeah, that will never sure. come out. It's so dark. I mean, like, yeah. So with Aaron Rodgers, I'm like convinced that he is. Okay. Which makes me sad because he is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, right? Oh, and it would be such a big deal if he just came out. Yeah, but he he's an asshole though. Yeah. I could yeah. I could see him never coming yeah, out. Yeah, I don't want him on that team. Shit. Well, we have some other, we have we have plenty of fucked up people though. <laughs> <laughs> the gay, the the Razor community. <laughs> the Razor community. All right. Well, any other thoughts about Atlanta, guys, before we wrap up? I think I'm going to watch the rest of this trip today while I'm cleaning the house. Yes. I, 
I watched like the entire dinner party, which I found very amusing. The the dinner like, party. Yeah, because they go to the dinner party. Right? Oh, they go afterwards. Yeah, no, just the three of them. Oh, just, no, just, just the, the three. Yeah. yeah. I also really, I was like, I think this is the first time I ever knew what Nobu was. Yeah. It, well, I didn't know what Nobu was when I watched this, and now watching it, I was like, damn, the Atlanta girls were going to Nobu in 2011. Nobody was going to Nobu in 2011. I've never been to Nobu. No, I've, I've never. I've been never to been. Nobu. I'm not. Can we go? <laughs> can we go? Can we go? Reels allergic to, pri- to seafood. I just want to see some prices. I want to know because because it's it's famously a, a no price on the menu spot, which I hate. Uh, okay, what? I mean, I think, well, you know, you know, restaurants that like don't put prices yeah. on things. It just means everything is like expensive as fuck. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I've not. There's there's a lot of that on there. Yeah. Oh, okay. It doesn't even say like MP like market price. It's just like. Yeah, you'll just get your you bill and it'll ask. be a surprise. Basically, yeah. if you have to ask, then you can't afford it. Oh my yeah. god! Oh, I can't go. <laughs> I can't. But I just because my fate literally my favorite food in the world is sushi. Okay, yeah. so I, I like want to go so bad, and but I just like I need to. I just want to know. Like, do I need to bring like? Yeah. Do I need to be like? What am I planning on spending for myself? Yeah. Do you need yeah, to take exactly. a small business loan before you go? Like, what are we? <laughs> is it- Will like, I need to do a transfer from my savings to my checking <laughs> in the middle of the dinner? Right. I'm like, am I? Is it two hundred for me or is it four hundred? Like, what yeah. is it? Yeah. No, I I have never. I think it's probably like two hundred ahead. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Because like, here's the thing: sushi is not failing, so you get you're either gonna get a ton of shit, and it's so expensive, or you're gonna get not a lot, and then go get a slice of pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know, <sighs> well, I'm starving now. Um, I want that crispy rice though, like spicy tuna with some crispy rice, you know, like, yeah, but you can get that at other restaurants. I know, but I want to just say I've had it there. Okay, fine. <laughs> There's that place, uh, that all the, all the brown people go to real. What's that place in the city? I just attended a 40 Sh- there. Sugarfish? No, not that one. Uh, La Poisson Rue? No. <laughs> I'm so disgusted that you said that. No, it's the place where I went on a four, to a 40th birthday party and the husband who threw the party didn't pay for any of it. Wait, what? That is so weird. <laughs> Tom, I was invited to. <laughs> okay. It was like a, so anyone like split the check sort of situation? It was worse than that. Worse. It was worse. No, he, no. Okay, he threw a birthday party for his wife where he didn't pay he a didn't single didn't pay time. for anything. Y'all got to take him out to dinner. Uh, yeah, basically. Basically, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. As someone who doesn't eat sushi, <laughs> how much What's better that? is good sushi versus, like, gas station sushi? A lot. Well, not gas station. But I. But there are good sushi restaurants that are expensive uh-huh. that I'm sure the, the it's probably coming from, like, a similar spot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I was saying this because Tao has that crispy rice. Oh, I've actually oh, never been to Tao. Amazing. Yeah, it's fine. But Tao's not as expensive as... as Nobu, no, it's right? just like a nice restaurant. No. Yeah, it's just a nice restaurant. Yeah, right? another really good place from like the same Tao group is Cathedral, Catch. which is I feel like oh Cathedral. Yeah, yeah. You Have you been to um, uh, Vandal? Yeah, that's yeah. the same people, isn't it? No, no, no. Vandal's Beauty and Essex. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beauty and Essex is a whole other thing. Vandal's good though. Yeah, we're going to the city in a couple of hours. Have you guys oh, been what? to Quick Check? <laughs> Love the QC. Raheel's never been to Rails. Well, I've never been there. to Rails. I have been to Rails. Oh, I didn't know that you've been to Rails. Yeah, also been to Shakers. Been. So I have. Oh, see, now we're talking. <laughs> Wait, where, Tom? Where are you? Where are you located? I'm in Harlem. Oh, okay. You yeah. want to go to Shakers? <laughs> sure, I'm always down. Wait, never how been do to you guys know club. about Shakers? Hello. How do you know about Shakers? <laughs> I mean, I know how he knows about Shakers because Daniel Staub was a dancer at Shakers, and so was Erica Jane. Yeah. Oh, way back in the Erica Jane's dance at Shakers. Well, she said she was a bartender at Shakers in West Orange. In, no, she's I think not that's Shakers the only in one. West isn't Orange it? Shakers in like Secaucus. Which one is Shakers? Oh, God, there's so many. <laughs> uh, like right outside of the city. Yeah, you know Shakers. Okay. So there's AJ's. <laughs> they're like shakers AJ's 
Wing, wing City. Uh, <laughs> wing City. <laughs> What's the Staten place Island. right by the mall, real in uh, Wayne? Not by the mall. No, oh, yeah. that's Lace. Huh? Lace. Lace. Lace is a big mm, great, one. There's great a place name. called Lace uh, that, by the way, one of our family friends owns now. Um, what? Yeah, I don't think you knew that. Yeah. Is from Tony Soprano? <laughs> Wait, who? Real? Tell me their name. I'll bleep it out. What? Yeah. He's a family. He's owned it for like 12 well, years. Huh? 12 years? Oh, wow. One of my best, one of my one of my best friends in the city, his dad. We found out like a couple years ago, own is the CFO of like this like of there's these like three really popular gay bars in the city, and he's been the CFO of them for like ten years. And we're like, wait, what? Oh my god! I didn't know that they could have CFOs for these. Yeah, it's like. It's like, like a, a re- it's like a restaurant group. Oh, okay, okay, like it's okay, like okay. they own they own three or four gay bars. Wait, but this family friend of ours is not part of a restaurant group. He is just a no. He just owns a warehouse. He just he just bought <laughs> lace. Oh my god! Well, hey, you know what? Work. I mean, I mean, as long as the women are treating being treated well, and as long as they're getting paid well, like he's probably making bank. The well, women so make he's bank. that's not like his line of business, right? He's like in IT. And then it turned out that he just, like, he'd spend a lot of time there. So we got to know oh my God. the wow. owners. His, his LinkedIn profile is pretty expansive. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, is it a known control. thing? Well, it's known for all of the scumbags. That attend. Um, yes. But, I mean, obviously, nobody, nobody's been there. Like, is it open during Ramadan? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go with a yeah on that. They stop. They stop during the evening prayer. So they can help lead it all together. the strippers, yeah. all, all the strippers pause. <laughs> they literally stop halfway on the pole. Yeah. Coming yeah. up next on the main stage, it's Muckrib time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this this episode took many detours. I can't believe we started with a deep dive on FF. The FF. Can the next one be in person at Shakers? Oh my god! Well, I, mean, I do I'm think down. we should all hang out. Yeah, I said I told okay. Real that you and Kicks are delightful, and we should all hang out and have a great time. And yeah, I got hung up on the fact that her name is Kicks. Kicks, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's Kate, right? You're Catherine. Oh my god, Kate! Can you imagine? No, it's Catherine. Okay, it was Katie when we were when we were kids. She was Katie. Oh, okay. Mm. Adorable. But it's Catherine. Mm. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Um, please follow the Tom Hamlet on all the Instagrams and Dumpster Dive, and all that information will be in the description of this episode. Tom, thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Happy to be here. Raheel, no thanks to you. It was a pleasure meeting you, sir. It's uh, nice to meet you too, Raheel. <laughs> uh, would you go by Noor or Annie on this? No, Noor. I never go by Annie. What the fuck? What's that name? Oh, Tom, I can't. Wait, what is that name? Is that another name? I have like a whole other name. Well, you have a whole other name. You get it. Oh, yeah. My name is William. My name is William Sweetie Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can't believe you. You never went by Bill? Huh? Do I look like a Bill? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Say bye, guys. Oh, no, wait. This is what I wanted to say. Oh, what? Uh, I want to say, Noor, go fuck yourself. Oh, okay, yeah. No problem. I will. See you later.